Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. I had a couple of people send me this story, including Brian. Thank you very much. It's out of Canada. Uh, and it's out of the west end of Canada. Vancouver Island man banned from having glue outside his home after gluing himself to bank door. <laughs> a court has ordered this man to not leave his house with glue, nor be outdoors with glue. Now, how do you get yourself in a situation where a judge actually says, you, sir, are a danger to society if you have glue in your possession? Didn't say it in those many words, but here you go. By Victoria Buzz, that's the news agency here, a Vancouver Island man has been banned from being in possession of adhesives outside of his home after he glued himself to a Royal Bank of Canada door as part of a protest. So he used the glue, in that instance, they say, to glue himself to the door of a bank as a protest. Now, you're going to hear that the protest didn't make a whole lot of sense. And some people do protest that don't make a lot of sense. But the man's a member of the Save Old Growth protest group, or SOG. <laughs> Pleaded guilty to two charges or both in relation to protests earlier this year, according to court documents. Remember, this is happening in Canada, so the laws there regarding what you can do outdoors might be different than what you can do in America. According to the documents, the first protest occurred in January, and it consisted of blocking a highway, while the other one that took place in April was the man gluing himself to the front door of a Royal Bank of Canada as part of a protest. Now, When people block highways as part of a protest, you better have a real good reason for doing that because it inconveniences a lot of people who may or may not care about the cause for which you're blocking that highway. But uh, the judge said, I'm not sure if the protesters gluing themselves to the door at the bank is unique or not. It is certainly something I've not heard of, but it would certainly be an effective way of protest or at least causing disruption at the bank said Nanaimo Provincial Court Judge William Jackson. And of course, Nanaimo is one of those words I learned to pronounce because of all my wonderful friends in Canada. Apparently, they've got a dessert up there called the Nanaimo Bar, which people keep telling me that they're going to send me, but they have to figure out how to get them to survive the mailing process. Protest at the highway was not particularly unusual, said the judge. So the judge even said, hey, look, you guys protested twice First time, eh, second time was more interesting, but that may not help you. The judge sentenced the man here to 12 months probation with several conditions. And one of the conditions, he's forbidden from possessing glue outside of his house. So he can have adhesives inside his house. People can bring him adhesives. But if he leaves the house and he brings adhesives with him and gets caught, he'll be in violation of the judge's order. Uh, In addition to that, uh, he must complete 40 hours of community service. He's also banned from the Royal Bank that he glued himself to in Nanaimo and from blocking traffic on any public roadway. So he's not allowed to go out and block traffic. He can't go to that bank again, and he cannot possess glue. Now, (laughs) I will admit, I've never heard of glue being the subject of a court order like this. So I've got to ask myself... uh, How does this sound if you were to remove the word glue and make it something else? And it's perfectly normal. Judges put restrictions on people like this all the time. We'll talk about that in a second. But the order says you may not possess any glue, super glue, adhesive, fixative, 
or resin outside of your residence except with the prior written permission of your parole officer. Also, it does not apply to glues that would be ordinarily used by children. So, uh, Elmer's glue, okay, the stuff that's in the bottle, it's white. Uh, Presumably, children can use that, and he could have some of that, because if you tried to Elmer's glue yourself the front door or something, it wouldn't do much except make a mess on the door. You must carry the permit, if you have one, from the parole board, which may be an electronic form, if you possess any of these items outside of your residence. So don't even think about it. Don't even think about it. You must carry the permission, if you have one from the probation officer with you, which may be an electronic form, and that was a term of his probation. So theoretically, if he gets caught with glue outside of his house that is not children's glue, and he does not have the permission slip, then he is in violation. Likewise, if he has a legitimate need to use glue outside of his house that is not ordinarily used by children, he can go to his probation officer and explain why he needs to use that glue. Probation officer can think about it. Hmm, I wonder, could he cause trouble with that? Or does he legitimately have to do something with that glue outside of his house? And if so, he can give him the permission. But then if anybody comes in contact with the guy and he's doing something bad with the glue, then he gets in trouble again. Now, I have people, and I know right now somebody's already started to type the comment. Say, Steve, what is wrong with these judges who think they're God? Because they have the right to throw him in jail. They've got the right to fine him. Here they are telling him he can't use glue. What's up with that? Well, you have to understand something, and this is perfectly okay, and you'll understand as soon as I explain it to you, that if you're standing in front of a judge and you're about to get sentenced, okay, and you... you have been found guilty, you're about to get sentenced. And let's assume that you've got legal representation. And you ask your legal representative, and I'm purposely saying it that way because Canada has slightly different things than America does. But in America, you turn to your lawyer and say, what's going to happen to me? What's going to happen to me? And quite often they'll say, well, you understand that for what you've been convicted of or what you pled guilty to, you could get so much time in jail and a bunch of fines and costs. Okay? Okay. Let's assume it's your first offense. You've never been busted for gluing yourself to a bank door before. (laughs) What are the odds? And prosecutor approaches your attorney before you get in front of the judge and says, look, your guy could go to jail for 30 days or 90 days. Whatever, you can go to jail. Go to jail. Literally go to jail. You walk in, they clang the door shut behind you. You don't get out on the streets for 30 to 90 days, whatever whatever the number of days is. And you have to pay a fine. However, our jails are full, they're full to the brim, they're bursting at the seams, or we're worried about this, and quite frankly, it costs us money to incarcerate somebody. Your guy doesn't seem like he's likely to go out and re-offend, and what he did is not exactly a real major threat to society in the sense that, did anybody get hurt other than him when they had to somehow get his hand off that door? or whatever part of himself he glued to the door, which I'm assuming was his hand, but I could be wrong. So the question is, would your guy be interested in something else, such as, oh, I don't know, probation? We'll put him on probation. So instead of going to jail for 90 days, he'll be on probation for one year. But no jail. Zero jail. That sounds interesting. Now here's the thing. 
the judge is the one who gets to do the sentencing, not the prosecutor. So the prosecutor can make the offer, and then you present it to the judge. And you say, Your Honor, my guy here has been told if he pleads guilty to this, he could get 90 days in jail, but in exchange for the guilty plea, we're hoping you'll go with the recommendation that he gets probation for a year, and there might be some conditions attached to that. And so one of the most common conditions you will see is someone who's arrested for drunk driving, and they get convicted, and they get put on probation. The probation will often say, you cannot drink during the term of your probation. Can't drink at all. Zero. Zero tolerance. And I have people say, Steve, that's unfair. Well, it might be unfair. If you think it's unfair, go to jail. Take the jail time. It's always there. You always have the option of saying, no, I want the jail time. Guess what? When you're in jail, you can't drink. And as I tell my clients who say this, I say, I'm just curious, though. Do you think you can't stop drinking? And they always go, oh, no, I can stop. Well, this is one way to prove it, isn't it? But that's a decision you've got to make. And by the way, these decisions are always up to the client. They're not up to the attorneys. Getting back to, do you want to go to jail or do you want probation with a few conditions? And most people say, I'll take the probation with the conditions. And this one here made the news simply because it's such a weird condition. (laughs) The man is banned from having glue outside of his home after gluing himself to the bank door. And so, yeah, not sure how useful that protest was. Uh, but hey, he got some attention for it. Although I've already forgotten what it was he's trying to save. Apparently he's trying to save the old growth. And by the way, I, I, I salute the guy for that. Old growth forests are amazing. And there are very few of them left. That is forests that are still standing that were never cut down by, you know, people with chainsaws and whatnot. So that's cool. I got to tell you, Brian sent me the note on this. And Steve, check this out. And I'm pretty certain I got several other people who sent this to me. And I apologize because when I do videos, I'm going to thank people for sending me the video, uh, for sending me this story. I go through my email, my messages, any place else people can contact me. And I look specifically for other people who sent it to me. and And I write it down at the bottom right there. And so I wrote, Brian, and I know that I got this from more than one person and I couldn't find it. And I apologize for that. But what I have to tell you is this, if you send me an email and a message or something, and it's about a story that you think I should take a look at, please, if you think of it, put it in the subject line, one or two words that would let me know that that's what the story's about. So all you had to do in this case was type glue in the subject line and I could find it. But what happens is I get dozens and dozens of emails that say story idea, story idea, news, you know, have you seen this? And that's fine. But it's easier for me because I'm not making this up. I get hundreds, if not thousands of emails a day at a couple of different email addresses and messages through Facebook and all kinds of stuff. And when I realize, oh, this story here is two days old, I could have gotten an email on this two days ago. I go through all my email subject lines, go through all my messages, go through, all, and I could only find Brian. And I'm Pretty sure somebody else sent it to me, and I apologize. So in the future, if you think of it, and again, you don't have to, but if you want me to thank you, put in the subject line of the email something to tip me off so you can put glue or civil asset forfeiture or Idaho if the story happened in Idaho. And it's not that hard to figure out what kinds of things would would tip me off to that. 
but it will help me remember. Because I've had a few people get mad at me and say, Steve, I sent you a story. You did it. You didn't mention me. And I say, I'm sorry. I try really hard. I spend as much time looking for other people who've sent me a story as I do looking for the original story itself. So there you go. I try. I try. But the story is from, like I said, Victoria Buzz. Vancouver Island man banned from having glue outside his home after gluing himself to the bank door. And Brian and a few other people sent it. Thank you very much. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Leto's Law. Instruction does much, but encouragement, everything.